While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. So, Marcus, when we closed out the last hour, I mentioned Jesse Brown <clears throat> telling us he couldn't make it tonight, but maybe some other night this week we could do it. I just want to, you know, juxtapose that with the fact of the matter is we've been in contact with, with uh, Congressman Keating's office, and they've told us, look, guys, we're going to make it this week. You know, he'll even step out of an appointment to make a phone call to yes. us, right? So there are ways to do this. Yes. Right? We do get that. There are ways to do this. And I just want to bring it to your attention so you don't on at home wondering, is Marcus not booking him? Is McCarthy not booking the Republicans? No, no. Yeah. We, we're sending offers out, right? But quite frankly, it shouldn't be up to us. They ought to be sending out press releases. Right. To tell us what they're doing. You right. can hear Congressman Keating. He's on with our news department, right? Yes. He's on with Channel 12. He's making himself available. Yes. He's actually trying to put forward some constructive ideas on illegal immigration and trying to solve the issue. And I, I've talked to a lot of... I mean, we've had people on. We've had Hugh Dunn on. I had a, a Helena Hughes from the Immigrants Assistance Center. Right. And we're going to have more people on that are are either on the books or going to be in the books. But there are certain people that should be reaching out to us, not just us, South Coast Night, right. but everyone else. And again, folks, um, we're here five nights a week. One or, one or, one or yeah. both of us are here five nights a week. And it's three hours. Yeah. Right. And I have guests. I have guests, three hours. I have guests booked every day of the rest of the week, but I still have time for more. Right. <laughs> you know? Three hours. Yeah. So it's not like people yeah. go. Now, again, sometimes. Sometimes I don't like to book too many because I like to leave an open conversation format like tonight. But despite that, Marcus, we still have people go. Can you tape it in the day? Yeah, I'm going to come here in the day <laughs> yeah, to accommodate right. you. Yeah, I'm can busy. You, can you tape my... Your, your, your comments are so earth-shattering. Yeah, that we're going to come here. time. Mark is going to leave his regular job. You, you, yeah, I'm going to leave. Yes, right? right. And to come here to tape you going, I agree with Joe Biden or I agree with Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on the air. Good evening. Doing my best to keep that call counter going. Thank you. Just a just a just a uh, hypothetical to consider. Uh, based on Marcus made a comment, I'll refer to it in a second. Oh boy! Uh, imagine the uh, at, at the time of the Monroe Doctrine. Imagine instead, if the United States didn't exist, say there was all ocean between Canada and Mexico, but the rest of the world existed. Consider. Uh, Central and South America under those conditions. Just a, just a right, a hypothetical. Right. If we didn't exist, how would those those, uh, those regions have uh, you know developed over the next two hundred and fifty whatever years? Now, Marcus, do you, do you said, think we've been a bastion of, of well, freedom well, well, and I, economic I, development I, I, over I'm there? Not, I, I didn't say anything. Okay. I just, I'm just, I, I actually because I don't want to. You know, take too much airtime. I just want to just throw this out there. So, if I'm not, I'm making no judgments. 
Now, the question is, you said words to the effect that we've been screwing these people and we have some obligations. So I'm just saying, mm-hmm. uh, who did we screw? How did we screw them? And, and why am I? I mean, I you look at, look at it. I mean, just look I, at I, I, I want I actually wanted you guys to just throw out what our responsibility is to South and Central America based on, I, and, and you know what I mean? We'll get some more calls coming in. Yeah. Thanks, I, guys. All right. No problem. Yeah, I mean, just I think you don't have to look much further than Venezuela, right? Over the uh, after Hugo Chavez got elected, and I think in two thousand two, um, they were a less friendly uh, government partner to uh, the United States, um, and you know, thus you know having less ex- access, the United States had less access to their oil reserves, which is always the you know, it's always about natural resources. They got more access to Chavez's oil. The Kennedy family went down and made deals with them and then was shipping it back here to the United States. But then we cut them off from the... We cut them off Don't from you remember the, the economy. Joe, Mc, Joe Kennedy was doing commercials for Shiva Chavez, Cesar Chavez with a Sitco sign above Fenway Park in the background? Joe, my, Joe Kennedy? Yeah. My friends... You can look it up on YouTube. My friend... Joe Kennedy, the congressman before his son. Joe Kennedy... Joe, oh, oh, Joe Kennedy Joe the second. Yes. Joe I'd like Kennedy to thank my friend Cesar Chavez and the people of and then, Venezuela. And then we, the Cesar Chavez was a, I'm a sorry, labor I'm sorry. organizer. I'm sorry, Hugo Chavez. <laughs> Hugo Chavez. Um, By the way, we, vehemently anti-immigrant. We cut them. Cesar Chavez. Vehemently anti Cesar Chavez or Hugo Chavez? Cesar Chavez. Okay. so he tried to organize the workers. So, um, yeah, but we cut them. We we sanctioned them to death. We cut them off from the world's economy, and more recently, we decided to name this guy named Juan Guaido, uh, recognize him as the president, along with the rest of our allies. Um, they can't access the world's economy, so that one of the reasons why they can't get food or resources there. They don't take our. They don't take our aid. They do take aid from other countries like China, China and Turkey. Yeah, they don't take Iran. Would, well, would a lot you, of money from Iran. Well, would you take? Would you take our aid? Um, and so when we have, and I think people from Venezuela don't they have the same uh, same sort of um, protections as people who immigrate here from Cuba to begin with because they're leaving from a communist country? I don't believe so but i'm not sure um i thought that was a i thought that was a very specific to the kennedy administration those rules okay i thought i because i thought that the people i thought uh, helena hughes had said something about that that they may they'd have some sort of it would have been under trump that they passed it yeah because they're leaving a communist country and that they're leaving a leftist government is that a a decree by the executive branch under trump because i because could be that would be because I can't imagine that would have gotten through Congress. Maybe yeah. it would have. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, Marcus. But but I guess it would because I hadn't heard of that. You know what I was thinking too when you were talking about the the, the low number. By the way, I think we would have heard that in this conversation already, if that was the case. Although well, you're we saying- haven't really heard. We just you know the thing is is, I mean, we keep on you know, you keep saying illegals right they're illegal but if they have a court date then they're here legally right because they don't just get it they have an authorized status here otherwise they would they would have been deported by now right i'll tell you i consume a lot of different medias i know you do and um particularly the overseas press the british Mm -hmm. press um bbc as well as you know daily mail things like that 
I, I find their perspective on things to be interesting and their sources to be different too. Um, and I'm yet to see anything on that Venezuela piece. Although it wouldn't surprise me, Marcus, if, if something like I that... Thought, I thought that was the case. As, and as, again, I thought, I thought Helena Hughes had done something to that effect on, on Thursday when, when, uh, when, she was, when I was interviewing her, but um, we'll, have to, we'll have to look that up maybe at the break. But if that, if that is the case, I think that that would cut against DeSantis' argument. He probably would not. Well, no, it doesn't, because he just needed to send some uh, Hispanic people that, don't, that aren't from America up here to make well, his I, point. I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but I think if you look at, I'm trying to say, but um, if you look at the inroads the GOP has made with the Hispanic community, it's, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So I don't see that DeSantis would have done that if we are con- consider this just a major political stunt. Um, I think DeSantis, as we obviously know, is a Naval Academy grad, very bright guy, um, and actually has figured out how to get this on the table. In fact, you know what? Sorry, the, go ahead. The, he has now gotten Bill Keating um, reluctantly to say, "Hey, we." And I don't, you know, I don't know if he specifically targeted Bill Keating because he knew that Bill Keating has a more moderate immigration stance with the Vineyard piece. I don't think so. I don't know, but Bill has a seat on foreign affairs. Um, mm-hmm. It was a very strategic location using the Vineyard. Not only because it's a, the key to a lot of the financial um, wherewithal of the Democrat Party, and it's a threat to to, their, to the to the summer um, bucolic environment that they love over there in the vineyard. But the fact that he was able to get a major member of Congress, I mean, I, I think, I think on the Foreign Affairs Committee, vineyard, right isn't Martha's Vineyard close to like twenty percent immigrant? Is it really a threat to the? Bucolic summer environment there when it's they have a, major, a lot of immigrant la- labor there already or immigrant presence and labor there already. No, but by putting it on the front page, they, they got Marcus. The proof is in the pudding, as yeah. President Biden I, I, said. I, I, they got him off the it, island fast is enough. It, isn't it? Um, they deported him fast enough. They didn't really deport them, right? What, what did they do? What, what word would you choose? Not uh, transported. Kicked him off the island. I, I don't think so. They, For, they transported him. Voluntarily, or did they lure them off the island? I don't know. The island wasn't really so. I mean, you could say more broadly, and this is you know, it's a different conversation. Oh, there's plenty of big mansions and all that that they could have stayed in. No, it's a private. You can't just look right. Out. Yeah, no. I, I'm glad you're saying that, right? Because you know, you're, Wait, who's I, saying you're that? ideologically who's not saying that. I mean, I, we had callers that were you were here when some of the callers were like, oh, they could stay in these mansions. I'm like, I agree. I agree. They could. So yeah, <laughs> that's I, why they left Venezuela. I'm, gl- I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're at least ideologically well, consistent. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you're at least ideologically consistent because it's like, okay, yeah, sure. They could leave. They could. <laughs> they they could stay in those houses, but you're not supportive of the politics that would allow for that to happen. So don't say it. I don't think anyone is. Even those Venezuelans aren't. So, no, obviously the the being on, on the mainland is a much better situation for them than being on the vineyard given, first of all, the vineyard even uh, off-season is mostly, like even the healthcare facilities and all that, it's all, it's all run on st- skeleton staff. There's very few people there to begin with. And... It's a lot easier to access, like I said, like I said with New Bedford. It's a lot easier to access the wraparound services rather than, you know, uh, sending boats and planes and helicopters over to an island, you know, sixty with, miles offshore. With all of the illegal aliens pouring into the country, 
they were not getting this kind of attention until DeSantis figured it out. Even Senator New York was only getting play in the New York Post and the Washington. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the occasionally uh, on Fox News, the Washington Bureau of the Fox News would occasionally play the. Even though it was Manhattan was being, they're, they're literally their support system is being overwhelmed, according to the mayor down there. Yeah. Um, even Washington D.C. was not getting this attention. Mayor made up, uh, but he sent them to the vineyard after the season was over, and that. Even bumped the dead queen off the television. Yeah, well, I'm even, glad it bumped the dead queen off the television. I know you are. Yeah. But Ron DeSantis figured out what was the way to tweak the national media, yeah. the national Democrats, and to get them motivated. Right. It's got them motivated where you're Bill Keating saying, let's get to the negotiation tables. Let's negotiate here. We can come to common ground with the Republicans. Well, I wonder that's what unbelievable. The, I, I don't think they would, and I, I think that's all puffery. I don't think. I mean, I, I think the congressman wants to, but I think that I don't think that they will because they've never done it before. Uh, they haven't like passed the comprehensive immigration law in close to thirty years, so there's no reason to believe that they will. And the last time they did it, they made they actually made the problem a lot worse. We talked about that a little bit um, with their because people who are here, you know, you, they do is oh, uh, people who are here that are undocumented or illegal, whatever you want to call. It. If they're if you're here for more than the law that they passed in 1996 had um, been a lot stricter. Clinton Clinton was a, a, a very like hardline uh, conservative on on immigration issues. If you were here for six months uh, and you were and you were uh, here unauthorized by the federal government, you had to leave for three years before you could enter the country legally and get right. a legal status, or you could apply for one of those legal avenues like marriage, employment, or get a sponsor, or get a, fam a familial sponsor. If you were here for more than six months, or a year actually, then you had to leave for 10 years, right? So I think in a lot of those situations, people are just would rather try to stay than actually try to there's no pathway to citizenship. If you have to leave for 10 years, there's no pathway to citizenship. And there's one more thing I wanted to say about this, because you talked about the low number of refugee um, or asylee seekers right. and the difference between asylee and refugee. I believe if you're seeking asylum, you've got to declare it in another country. No, if you're seeking refugee status, you declare it in another country. Okay. If you're seeking asylum, it's when you show up. Okay. Um, so uh, the, low, the low number of, of, of those accepted, I think maybe... Our laws around that might be a little too draconian. Um, I'm thinking of like, it's an older Supreme Court case. It was during the Guatemalan Civil War, uh, which obviously was a direct result of our meddling in the government of Guatemala on, behalf, on, on behalf of, yeah, but it had, no, well, first of all, it had, it, it went, it spanned like 40 years. I think the, Guatemala, the Japanese have gotten over it. Again, I'm talking about, bomb I'm, on I, I'm getting, I'm talking about, I'm talking, I'm talking about something that happened, an older Supreme Court case that happened, I think in the late eighties, but the Guatemalan civil war lasted like 40, 50 years up until 1996. But, um, you know, someone was, trying to be conscripted uh, someone was conscripted into a guerrilla into into a guerrilla army trying to overthrow the government and uh so he left he didn't want to you know him and his family left they'd shown up several times they told him he had to fight in this war they'd shown up several times after he left um they they could confirm that they had evidence to confirm that and the supreme court still said back then that Refusing to be conscripted isn't a political statement. <laughs> isn't a political statement. Refusing to be conscripted, and you had to, and he had to go back to Guatemala. I'm not sure what happened to him afterwards. I can't imagine. I think we do. It's, I, yeah, I can't imagine it's pleasant. But maybe our our laws around 
permitting access to people who are seeking asylum or refugee status because you got to assume if he got sent back there he's probably going to try to come back here or somewhere else afterwards maybe our laws around that are a little too um restrictive as well maybe if we provided more pathways to citizenship this wouldn't be as much of an issue however that's not up to foreigners to decide and to break into the country and to say you guys should change your laws. I'm not, maybe I don't disagree with you, Marcus, but we have a process by, by, to try to change the laws. We don't want to be like other countries but it's, where it's, we have anarchy, yeah. where they have anarchy. And I don't think that just ignoring our laws or allowing people to do that, to just come into the country any way they want. And by the way, but, these people are coming in here. But to make the dangerous intrepid up here and to, and to quote-unquote break into the country, don't you have to be in a pretty desperate situation to begin with? Like, does it, like, really, does it really matter if we're saying, oh, you gotta, you know, we got to follow the law and all that? But they're, I mean, you, you know, Hodgson keeps harping about the woman who died in the Rio Grande with her twin babies. If she was willing to even swim across the Rio Grande with twin babies, knowing it's dangerous with her husband, she must have been fleeing a pretty dire situation to begin with. So, um, yeah, but, but Marcus, the rest of the world sucks. So we can't just say anyone who wants to come in just show up on your own schedule. That's just not that's just not a way to have an immigration system. We just and by the way, the president of the United States, Joe Biden, why did he indicate to people when he got sworn in as president that the Trump policies were going to end and that people should try to come to the country? He's setting up these people for failure. Yeah. The Democrat well, Party... Well, he, he didn't end a lot of the Trump policies. No, I know that. But yeah. that's the problem, is that people believe he did. And you have these people making these treks here, horrible journeys, to come to our country when they're not welcome. We don't want yeah. them here. I mean, Kamala Harris said outright, don't come, right? Right. Yeah. But she carries no weight anyway. <laughs> no one listens to her. Well, Biden made her the borders. Biden are. doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Biden made her the borders are so she could hang the albatross around her neck. Exactly. Right. I mean, I, look, I agree. the reality of it is. why I don't think anything's going to be done about this. Is that the fact of the matter is, is that it makes no sense to come here. But yet our legislature, well-intentioned in many cases, just passed a law. We're going to have the opportunity to vote on it on question four. Mm-hmm. To offer people who came here illegally, undocumented, whatever word you want to use, not legally, not with papers, not with the right to do well, it. Well, with some pa- certain papers. They're, 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 they're parole papers. The, um, they're, they're maybe they're, they're discharged in the Russian army. I don't think parole papers army. are delineated in the law, but... I looked. I think it is in there. No, I thought it was just a birth certificate, passport. Your Iranian um, birth certificate, maybe your, your discharge papers from the... Uh, license license from another state that might have given uh, like uh, California or Utah even that that that's also valid as well because other there's 16 other states that do it. Those Mormons know how to break a union. They um, <laughs> so so I would just say that we created our legislature created a situation where we give out an incentive, a legal incentive, to come to Massachusetts. Other states don't do it. Some states do. I think there's 18 states that do it. Uh, New Hampshire doesn't do it. Maine doesn't do it. Vermont doesn't do it. But yet, correct. If you want to come to the country illegally, why would you not come to Massachusetts? It would make all the sense in the world to come here. Yeah. I mean, really, we're rolling out the red carpet. Now, you may say you don't, but your legislator did. Well, I don't think giving a driver's license is rolling off the red carpet. 
I think it's a hell of a red carpet. I think it's a hell of a it's a hell of a legal incentive. I think it's um it's a but it's, it's not it's not the only incentive. What's what's the other incentive that we're we give them relief money. We give them medical care. We give them education. Massachusetts does a lot more for illegal aliens than other states do. You know that. Yeah. That's an incentive. The driver's license is just one additional incentive. Yeah. That other states don't that do that don't even do. Yeah, I mean the, the there's So a, the idea that we're not we don't want them is not really true. Because there's a there's a practice. Well, no one said that. I, don't, I didn't say that, right? There's a practical reality to the fact that there's 11 million people here. Um, our economy, again, as I said before, as everybody recognized, does rely heavily on migrant labor, whether it's author, whether the migrants are authorized right. here or not. So the federal government isn't going to do anything about it, right? So as a state, are we going to, you know, find a way to at least make, um, I think, a more... First of all, like complete society where people don't necessarily have to hide and where like with the driver's license thing, all the arguments against it are purely emotional. Um, Actually, they're not because the there's, difference a practical, is there's a practical reality to do you want people to be on the road to be uh, trained and licensed just like you are? Well, listen, I, I agree with him having insurance. I think that's a smart move. But yeah. but. There's no guarantee they're going to get the insurance. There's plenty of people driving around right now tonight without insurance. But, yeah, I mean, it, but it does give them the incentive to do it. But I would say, yeah, this, and there's Marcus, been a correlative spike in insurance per, uh, uh, policy purchases in each state where these um, driver's licenses so, so we have understand been authorized where to. the money is coming for this. And I don't have a problem. I think the insurance is a smart piece. But what I'm saying is that we already know we do not have the ability to house these people here. We've heard, you know, that has been part of this discussion. Even if you're in favor of the illegal aliens coming to Massachusetts. Well, we don't have the ability. We, 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 I mean, we have, I mean, you can find housing if you, if you're able to participate in the economy, I think you're, you can be able to find housing. they're not legally able to participate in the economy. They are participating in the economy. They're not though. legally able to. Right, but they are. But they're not legally able to do it. In Massachusetts... I mean, we do have. Did you know the Bianco raid? They're not legally able to. Yeah, do I know. It. I know what the Bianco. I know what the Bianco I mean, John, raid was. John, uh, the mayor of New Bedford, there, there's made his in, career there's on prosecuting in, illegal alien temp agencies. There's, but there's people in Massachusetts who are undocumented that have tax IDs that are paying paying taxes. Yes. Okay. There are ways to do it. Yes. But overall, they're not legally able by to the do federal it. government. They're not legally able to do it, but there are ways around. Yeah, they're not legal. Incent- I think you call them loopholes. Yeah, so Massachusetts does give you a tax ID number. You're able to get a job and all of that. All right, 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. We've got to take a break. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chris McCarthy. As always, Marcus Farrow here as the anchor of the show. And, uh, of course, we'll be here all week. Um, folks, you know, we're trying to bring you as many guests. We still have a, besides the Ron DeSantis uh, episode, we've got a, a lot of elections going on, folks. Yeah, so let's start talking about that now. Um, so... So we um we've st- all right. So guys, let's narrow it down to say that the biggest election on the statewide level right now is the mm-hmm. auditors race. Yeah, it's probably never before been the most important race, right? Or yeah. competitive race. Well, it's the only it's the biggest election because we already know who's going to win the other ones. That yeah. that one I think obviously it's competitive. Zaglio's got to be a favorite because she's got the D next to her name and she's a hell of a campaigner. 
Um, I thought she was marvelous. Yep. Um, but but Amori's got backing from Charlie Baker and Jane Swift, and, and he's a very strong candidate. And he's a strong candidate. He's got a good art. He's got a good pitch. Yeah, he's got a good pitch. He makes a good presentation. But um, but Marcus, we have some developments. Right? We do. And let's get to him after this call at 508-996-0500. Good evening. You're live. Hey, good evening. Good evening. What's going on? I'm still trying to figure out why those illegal aliens were uh, booted off of uh, Mata's Vineyard. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious, right? Like, um, because uh, it's a lot easier to provide them with the resources they need uh, on the mainland rather than on the vineyard, especially off-season. Such as what? Well, I mean, I I think there's... They know where to stay. That, yeah, they know where to stay. Hotels over there, don't they? They're going to put them in hotels do you, over do you, here. Do you um do do you support the seizure of private property no, for no, public wait use? A wait a minute, I want to know what it is that they Cause, don't cause, have over there that we do have over here. Well, they have the Air Force Base on the on the Cape where they have no, they have hundreds well, of beds. They don't have on Martha's Vineyard. They, they right. don't have an Air Force Base over there. They don't have an Air Force Base. Nick, they don't. I mean, Nick. So anywhere illegal aliens go, there needs to be military bases. No, but that, that's obviously, you, obviously, what, obviously. What are you? What are you Nick, doing? Obviously, please, please, man, you're better than that. Come on, don't don't, don't twist what I said. Yeah, Mark, listen. Listen, we talked about it here. The governor had to make a decision. He has state resources and federal resources right over the channel, right? Right across the, the, the ocean. Yeah. It's a very easy decision. But it's like send them here. But, 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 I, think, I, think, I think if the liberals over there are trying to lead by example, then they should welcome the opportunity to take people where they are and take care so of them. So reality collided with their their vision. I get that. But then the governor has to clean it up. Yeah. In other the, words, just because someone is wrong and has a stupid political position doesn't mean that you are going to now create a, a human a human crisis when you have better resources right across the ba- harbor. Baker Baker had um, almost immediately come out with the statement saying he was going to relocate them to right. the Air Force Base. It, it it doesn't it doesn't make sense to keep them at the island. It doesn't make, why because Ron DeSantis sent them there and people got to make up. It doesn't make any sense. Why, just well, because they have there. a sign that says, you know. Um, that uh, we're a sanctuary city, whatever. Listen, it's all platitudes. I get it. but And, and I get it. DeSantis called their bluff. It doesn't mean you let people suffer. It doesn't mean the people who live on the islands who don't have that opinion have to deal with it, too. They didn't have the resources. They moved them across the harbor. I think I think that the political point was made. If that if you think they robbed, they lost the political point, you're wrong. The, the island... Had a, had a sanctuary status, whatever. It means nothing. Well, the whole nothing. state does. Does the island have a special designation? I think they said they were. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's like having a wildlife refuge without any wildlife. Well, I mean, they, again, they do have like they do have a pretty high uh, immigrant population over there. I think it's like twenty percent. I mean, they, it seems they, to me it seems to me that they should be there because they they have a need for uh, workers. They're always trying to get workers over no, there. Not not they now. Schools. Not after Labor Day. Even even in the winter season, they need workers to take care of them hotels and, and whatever else they have over there. They still need workers, and they have they have schools, they have uh, grocery markets. So so they should they, just they should stay there because Ron DeSantis sent them there. I still don't understand what you mean. Like Ron DeSantis sent them there, and then you're like, why don't they stay? I mean, he I, sent I don't them get there it. on purpose. He sent them there to it's, cause it, a political. P- problem to point out that that certain parts of the country that advocate for these positions can't actually live up to what they promise that was his point but you don't then let it collapse into a human problem because well, like, like like they're like they're doing down on the border 
They're letting it collapse into a human problem in those small towns in Texas. And I agree with you. I agree with you, but you're not going to exasperate the situation here at the island. It would be even worse. I mean, I agree with it, Nick. But, but the point of the matter is, is the yeah. point was made. But you're not going to yeah. really do that. Would you? Would you want that to actually? Uh, I don't know. I think if I was a liberal, then I would not want to not want to boot them off the island in a couple of days. I'd say, okay, we're going to figure out how to make this work. But We've been telling everybody else that they they need to do it. We can make it work. So, but then you're, so but you're, then you're just me holding if, people there because of your. That doesn't make any they sense. Have no right to be here anyway. If you're telling me that that when you make a political statement, even if the facts you don't, back it up. yeah, no, you don't. You can be wrong and admit it. Yeah, the other, the other. Okay, why don't they admit it that it's a bad policy? They did by kicking, the they without. did by moving them off the island. Don't you recognize that they admitted they can't handle the situation by moving them off the island? That's not enough for you. You need them to do hosannas in the street. I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why they should. Oh well, I'm a liberal and I believe that immigrate, uh, you know, immigrants are welcome talk, here. Therefore, talk, I should keep them. Talk to talk, talk or walk to walk. That's a nice bumper sticker, but yeah. But there's a practical it's, it's, reality to the situation. Yeah, the fact of the matter is they admitted it by not doing it. statement itself. What? The practical reality is a statement itself. Statement itself. If you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. Otherwise, you know, your talk is worthless. Well, I, I think that... What, what does that mean, your talk I, is worthless? I, I, yeah. What I'm saying is if they're telling us that, that, that they got to be able to come into the country and we got to take care of them, then they need to do the same thing when the situation happens on their doorstep. Otherwise, what they're telling us to do isn't worth listening to. I, 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 agree, but, but, I agree with it. It's not yeah, worth but, listening to. But, they just made the point that they can't live up to what they say by when they ejected the people off the island. But what do you what do you want to do? It, stand up in the street and cry and say, we were wrong? They're not going to do that. that. That's ridiculous. I wanted to. I wanted to do what they're telling everybody else to do. But they're not telling every. They're not. That's the thing. They're not telling everybody else to 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 house them in churches or anything like that. They're not doing that. They're they're saying we have res we do have resources if we respond if we allocate them responsibly then we can foster a habitat that is welcoming to migrants and in fact that we rely on migrants much like the vineyard does the vineyard and the Cape in general rely very heavily on migrant labor. They'll take them back the, if they, you send them in July. Yeah, <laughs> right. Migrants. They crashed the border. Are they migrants? They crash. They crashed the border. What do you call it? Migration. Yeah, it's migration. Well, yes. well like a herd of elephants or something. They're migrating across. No, listen. Animals don't don't have to worry about crossing borders. People do. They're not migrants. They're illegal aliens. Okay, so I'm going to just hang up on calling um, calling human beings animals, but we're going to take a break here. I can't believe that, yeah. that I'm, I'm finding myself defending the vineyard people on this question. Because it's the correct thing to because, do. Because, well, no, because just, look, you cannot let people, you cannot create a human uh, catastrophe. Yeah. The political statement was made the moment they landed and the, and the day they were ejected from the island. Ron DeSantis won the argument. He made his point. Well, well, he you won don't the, therefore he, have to have them. He he won the argument with people that are were were going to vote for Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump. I don't think he won the argument broadly. He got our congressman to the table to want to to say, let's start negotiating yeah. the Republican. Tell you what, they pass a, if they pass a uh, if they pass a comprehensive well, immigration a reform, then then I'll. I'll I mean, I don't think you put that on Bill Keating. I mean, I think Bill. No, Keating, no, no. It's not Bill, Bill Keating. Keating says, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a Bill Keating, but to say Ron DeSantis is going to change immigration policy with this stunt. No, I, the I Congress think it, is going to do it. No, 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 no. But 
They're Ron not DeSantis going doesn't to. Have it. They're, they're not going to. Well, no, but what I'm saying they is haven't, and they never the fact will. that Ron DeSantis got our own congressman to say, listen, let's sit down with the Republicans on the federal level and change the law. But there's always something. It's a big movement in the right direction. But there's always some. There's always some sort of. Uh, um, catalyzing event that will get a member or multiple members of Congress to say that we need to do something about immigration. Nothing ever gets done. So he got Bill Keating to say something, sure, but Bill Keating can't unilaterally pass a bill through no, Congress. No, I know that. That's why I'm not saying. That's why I'm not saying to put. And that's why I'm making sure. Well, I don't want to put it on the man because he's one of three hundred. You know, one of what four something. The the um of the congressman and many of him. Many of them don't even agree that they want to sit down. 435, I believe it right, is. Right? Yes, it's Depending on if anyone's died in the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, right. 435. There's, well, there's 435 or seats in Congress. Or indicted and resigned. Or yeah. Various things that happen. Um, the point of the matter being is that sometimes it's enough to have made the statement. You don't have to see people suffer. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. 1420 WBS. <laughs> it's always good to know. Yeah. I'm like, so, now. listen, just to, to finish up the point there on this situation. If you're out there and you think that somehow... I love the people that are talking about seizing the mansions. That's my favorite. I know it is. I don't yeah, right? Like, uh, oh, you, you... Like, that's my whole thing. That's that. what they escaped Venezuela for. It's, it's, it's... Well, it's like you don't support. It's like anybody talking about that doesn't support the policies that would allow for it. So, like, are you just saying that now because you? I don't know. Was it like a, for some some weird political point? No, no. It's a reflex. Mm-hmm. It's not a logical position. Yeah. Here's the thing: when Ron DeSantis sent the immigrants there, yeah. the best thing that could have happened is what happened for, for him. his political point, right? Yeah. For his political point, the best thing that could have happened, if they were there for a week, he would have lost his point. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were there for a day the, the, and gone. Right. It, it Optically, because optically it looks... It it looks like he made you know he made his point. Optically, it looks like he made his point, right? I mean, relocation. That's serves, all that matters. In, right. That's all that matters in politics. With this right. debate, right? Because relocation, like relocation throughout a particular state, is pretty common. You know, in 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 immigration services. It couldn't have been any. Listen, I'm telling yeah. you. There was a lot of things that could have gone wrong, yeah, and they didn't because they don't like they don't have to because the argument I guess is they should keep them there because Ron DeSantis said so or because he sent them there. Well, like, no, because they migrants should just stay wherever Ron DeSantis sends them. No, the argument is that if I understand it, is that well, you said that you know no one's illegal and you support sanctuary yeah. programs, so mm-hmm. therefore you should you should live up to it. Well, yes, okay, but that's not... I mean, I, I kind of hate that argument, you, too. Listen, I kind of hate that listen, argument, too. It's like, you should personally... Like, if you, no, support, I know, if no, you support a position, you should point. personally do something. It's like, ridiculous. people who are no, like... I, I get it, I get you, it. You know what I'm saying, right? So that's why we're... Same thing with people right. about complaining about housing immigrants. Okay, I'm not... Uh, uh, veterans. you let them live in your backyard. Ve- veterans. Yeah, you let them live in your backyard. When what? People, people go, oh, you like the illegal aliens, and you let them live in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. stupid. We have a republic. You, we vote for policies. Yeah. If I don't, if I want to, like asking you policy, if you support a war, go out and fight it. No, exactly. Marcus, you know, right? The same so, thing. So, or 
you support Medicare for all? Be a doctor. It doesn't make any sense. It Listen, doesn't. It, the fact of the matter is, is that Ron DeSantis won the argument from his. He created a situation that, but believe me, I think it was a reckless move because there's a lot that could have gone wrong. Mm -hmm. As I illustrate, as I discussed Friday night, Marcus. One of those aliens, illegal aliens, could have gotten hurt, okay? Which would not have been cute. It would not have been fun. It would have, it would have, DeSantis would have been instantly a pariah, right? If one of those kids had gotten hit by a propeller because they panicked. There's a lot of things that could have gone wrong. Now, I will say this. There's things he could have done better, all right? Yeah. For instance, he could have gotten a t-shirt, on, put it on the kid. My parents broke into America, and all they got was a stupid T-shirt, right? Remember that T-shirt? My my grandparents went to Florida, like it was this dumb T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have he could have sent them with back with with Obama Biden T-shirts. There was an opportunity there for more of a visual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ron, I, he could have stopped him full of X-lax. Let's make a let's right? yeah I with mean, a map to Obama. Again, home. these are these are these are people. So um, right. what he could have done is is not fraudulently induce them to get on a plane and, and send well, them but to Marcus Vineyard. Well, but it is Vineyard. true. They are going to get housing, potentially jobs, and driver's licenses here in Massachusetts. There are things that they, they are going to get here they weren't going to get in Florida. But I do think Ron... Well, they were in Texas. I do think that... Or Texas. I do think that Ron missed an opportunity here, really. Um, I think he could have done a few more things, right? Really, putting them in Biden t-shirts would have been better, right? Um... Yeah, again. I think that he could have done a little more with it. Yeah, that, further right? further dehumanize them, sure. Well, uh, is it dehumanizing to have a Biden t-shirt? No, <laughs> I think it's dehumanizing Brandon to... T-shirts? Thanks, Brandon, right? 508-996-0500. Coast tonight. So, Marcus, we had, we had started a little bit touching on the subject of the political campaigns and the debates we're trying to put on. Um, yeah. And now, again, Marcus has done yeoman's work here. Um, a lot of things I'm just don't have the energy that I'm capable of doing, um, you know, given, given what I've been through. But Marcus has really, really picked up all the slack that I've left on the floor and doing this producing, producing to try to get as many debates booked as possible. Um, so on the auditors race, okay, we've had um, the Republican candidate in, in studio. We've had the Democrat candidate in studio, okay, before the primaries. We had multiple Democrat candidates in the studio, Marcus. You yeah. arranged for all of that. All right. Yeah. I want people at home to understand this. Marcus spends a lot of time doing this. We're going to talk more about this in the in the in the final hour. So stay tuned. We'll take your calls at 508-996-0500.